point where you know I get past the first interview and then I wait and see what happens and don't get it. I've got past the second interview this time with um, Crown to good. see how I go with them. Yes, good. And I should find out, hopefully, I'm not sure whether they said this week or next week. I just heard the word week in there somewhere. Um, uh, so, yeah, so maybe as soon as tomorrow I'll find out whether yeah. I get a job working for Crown. Oh, good, good. Beers on you. All right. <laughs> and uh, Eric, how are you going? Good, Chrissy? New Year, etc. Et yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm going to say that because we are a Christian country. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah, all very good, very busy. But uh, Happy Gregorian New Year. I'm glad it's. I'm looking at it in the rear vision mirror right now. That's all yes. I can say. <laughs> it's just too busy. Yeah, well, what's going to be different this year then? It's Nothing. Just, it's like this every year. It's flat yeah, out. It's going to be busy. Yeah. Yeah. So, every, you know, that four weeks leading up to Christmas is absolute mayhem, and I don't enjoy it. Mm. I, I I enjoy the day when the day happens. I enjoy the day, and usually Boxing Day is pretty good too. Yep. Um, but the, the, all that lead up leading up to Christmas, it's just crazy. It is. It is. It's very crazy. Look, I was going to have this week off, but that didn't happen. <laughs> it's just you just get phone calls and yeah, so, it just yeah, well, it just starts. I know. Yeah. Why not go out and earn some money? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, well, what's been happening with the other two guys? Uh, Jace, he's been on holidays. So I haven't heard from him uh, lately, so I guess I'm not sure if he's back home or whatever. With his, with his, with his girlfriend? Job. Yes, been on holidays, I think. Yeah, sorry, Shane. Well, didn't he just start a new job? He did. Yeah, he did as yeah, well. holidays so, so quick. So, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to catch up with him this week, see what he's up to and get him back on the on the show. And Will, I did hear from through the week, and he had a, a wasp fly into his ear. And oh, good God. How did that happen? I don't know. Must have, did he have some honey in there? He must have some wax. And, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so the wasp went in, wouldn't come out. And apparently oh, you had to go to the hospital and everything, get it plucked out. Eey. Yeah, so that's no good. But, uh, yeah, because I said to him, I said, that's all right. You only need one here, Will. You know, you'd be that's right. right. You're only here with one. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I've got a cold in the other one. <laughs> so. you, know, you know what my dad used to say to me? Because I used to talk a lot as a kid. Still do, a little bit. Mm. And he said to me, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen twice. That's yeah. hard. In other words, you're supposed to listen yes. two-thirds at a time and talk <laughs> one-third at a time. So shut up. <laughs> oh, my dad bought out the old, uh, kids should be seen and not heard. Oh, I used to get that too. <laughs> Something happened the other day and he goes, what happened to kids should be seen and not heard? And I went, oh, yeah, what, in the 1950s? <laughs> oh, I agree with that. There are certain kids that you think, if I hear you one more time, I swear to God, I'm getting the belt out. Oh. Depends. Like if you're, yeah, if you're at a, a, a function or people's places or something, yeah. Because I, I suppose like, like you, Eric, I probably brought up, you know, like kids, you know, you don't go to the table and pick off the treats, you know, the biscuits and the... the, the My kids have been, uh, have been that. taught that you are, when you come to someone's house, you, uh, you, obviously, obviously you say hello, you know, good afternoon, good evening. You give your aunts a kiss. You greet them. You're polite to them. Yeah. Um, you don't, um, you know, always look them in the eye when you shake your hand or whatever. Mm. And and you uh, ask if you can have something. You just don't go, oh, look at that food and push it around away and just grab the first yeah. thing you see. Yeah. You always you will be offered. Yes. Or you leave. Food or yes. you ask. Yes. Is it okay if I have some of those chips? I say, yeah, no problem. Now, do you uh, do your kids? Do they have to? Call grown ups Mr. Missus, or is, yes. is... I, I, I insist on it, or auntie and uncle. Yeah, okay, okay. And what about, say, uh, uh, fret their, their parent, their fret parents' friends? Well, and that's, their, I, their friends I always parents. say, always start with, you know, Mrs. Cooper or Mr. Cooper. If they insist on, you know, mm. their, their Christian names, that's up to them. Yeah. But even so, you should always consider still calling them Mr. and Mrs. Yes. Even if they insist on, you know, like calling 
call me Mary or whatever. Yeah. Are uh, you um, are you Mr. Franco? <coughs> I certainly am. I'm Sir. <laughs> Good boy. I'm Sir Eric the <laughs> Third. Because I said I said to Kim, I said, oh, I wouldn't be my I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind Mr. Goodman every now and then. <laughs> Mr. Goodman, are you free? <laughs> are you free? <laughs> Can we go for a swim? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be good. What are you, Shane? Are you? Uh, as long as it's not an insult, I don't care. Mr. Johnston? Um, no, I've never. Just oi? I'm a little bit like Eric in that, you know, it's up to the other person. Let them kind of make the judgment. And if they're okay with the um, first names, then, you know, run yeah, with I'll, it kind I'll of conservatively. Always, yeah, exactly. Mm. I always say, look, it's up to them, but always consider doing the right thing and saying Mr. and Mrs. If they get really you know, half cranky with you and say, look, stop calling me that. Yeah. Call me, call me, you know, whatever instead or else I'm going to, you know, Tough then you think, okay, I'll back down. Yeah. But yeah. until that day, you're completely respectful at all times. Mm. Yeah. It makes me laugh when you, um, it was only the other day that I heard it. I don't know if it was a YouTube thing or a TV thing, but some guy was interviewing someone who had a military background. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was, I think it might have been Leo. He was interviewing the guy, one of the guys at NORAD about the Santa tracker. Yeah. Mm. And he said, you know, stop calling me sir, but because obviously his military background, he kept calling him sir for the rest of No, that's normal in America. They're very quite respectful in America. This, it's yeah. someone's from the military, it's sir, yes sir. Yeah, no, that's sir. Good. You know, they, they hold up their military in very high esteem. Here, yes. it's just, it's the opposite. And it should, it should be, we should hold them in the same esteem. I'd like to see it, uh, yeah, more highly regarded. Yeah, yeah, so would I. Yeah, in like the in the south, in the south of America, the you know the um, you know Mississippi, you know Texas, Arkansas, and all that sort of thing. Um, everyone's ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. No, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, you know you're serving in a restaurant, mm. and some elderly people that come in and older than you, and you you greet them as yes, sir and ma'am. Mm. Very respectful. Very old, traditional. Just good manners. Nothing maybe, wrong with that. Maybe we should. Uh, there, can I get you a drink, Bob? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about someone else that's got no rights, and that's the Foxconn workers. But uh, you, there's been heaps of stories around, you know, Foxconn workers. If you don't know, they make all the Apple iPhones uh, and put together the iPads and all that sort of stuff. There's been stories here and there around the place, people jumping out of the buildings, you know, just to, to then kill yeah, themselves. Yeah, a few years ago there was a bit of that going mm. on, wasn't there? Yeah, to the point where they had to put the, you know, like... The nets, the, the suicide nets. The nets around. So that people were jumping out because uh, the families, if they died, the families would get the money, like crazy stuff. But anyway, I think, Shane, you might be able to chip in with a couple of things here because I saw you had this story as well. But, uh, but Foxconn is getting some holidays. The workers are going to get some holidays. And uh, that is brought about mainly because of uh, Yeah, it's not demand. through the kindness of their wallets. No. It's because they're, uh, they're overstocked. They overproduced the iPhones. And by sending the people away, obviously your production line slows down and you won't have an overstock of your inventory. So mm. it makes it sound like they're doing the Good Samaritan thing, but they're doing it for their own benefit, yeah. really. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so they're cutting the working hours over the week-long lunar year holiday. Uh, reports of slowing shipments and mounting inventories for the 6S and the 6S Plus, as well as tepid forecasts from suppliers, have pushed Apple investors into unfamiliar territory. So it'll have to happen sooner or later. You can only sell, you know... We called it, Glenn. We called we it. We did. We did. And we like, called it two or three weeks ago. Yeah, it just can't keep rolling along, can it? Like... Well, especially not with the leadership they've got there. Because hmm. the leadership that took Steve Jobs' place, and, all, and don't forget when he died, a few left. Yes. A few yeah. people left or were sacked because, you know, Cookie didn't like him, the Cookie Monster. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> cookie. And there is no, there's no, I'm surprised Johnny Ives is still there, to tell you the truth. 
I'm surprised he hasn't been grabbed up by Tesla or Porsche or BMW or someone like that. But do you think that when he, he would have like a massive amount of shares? He still gets to keep them. But he would want to see the company do well. You know, yeah, but so. if he kept them, the, the, the amount of his shares he's got, he got at such a low cost because he's been there so long that even if the, the, the shares tanked to half what they're worth, he'd still be worth five, six hundred million dollars. Mm. Mm. It's a, but I don't know. But I think Johnny Ives is as much as oh, you'd have to say he's being he's becoming as much as Apple as little Steve Jobs. He's got. To, oh, he's uh, more Apple than Cookie Monster. Yeah. Anyone else there? Yeah, I'd like to see Jobsy at the um, at the the uh, what's his name at the helm rather than the, the cook stuff. Now, uh, Shane, you had the same story. Did you have anything add to add to Foxconn there? Um, only, well, probably touching on the fact that it's not just Foxconn that are the feeling the pressure. Apparently the second iPhone manufacturer, um, whose name escapes me, but they're also an associated suppliers. It's basically yeah. snowballing Tri- down the... It's a, yeah, trickle down, down effect. But just the, um, while you're talking about uh, Johnny Ives, I was thinking about this over the Christmas break, like I do, and um, comparing the... I know with with Steve Jobs, he seemed to have more of a design background. He might not have been a design person like, say, Johnny Ives was, but I remember he might have been in the in the book where there was a section where he would take somebody. It might have even been Johnny Ives for a walk around the the area, yeah. just to point out the fact that like all the signs had rounded corners and things like that. Mm. So Johnny Ives, my theory is that Johnny Ives at least had somebody to bounce other ideas off. Yeah, yeah, I read that too. You're right. You're right. Respected. Yeah. I think because um, they were kindred spirits, they were best mates, mm. and um, they could completely be honest with one another. And he could say, "Oh, what do you think about this? What do you think?" And because Jobs had a very good design eye himself, um, they were speaking the same language. Cookie Monster, he comes from a logistics background, you know, a supply chain background, no creative at all. Mm. Yeah, and What's engineering it? background where it's all black and white and numbers and is is Tim. Yep. Is Tim Cook the uh, Apple Steve Ballmer? I reckon that's a good that's a good analogy, and I re- I think that is spot on. Someone just needs to throw a, a flying penis at. <laughs> that's right. He no, he is. He's, the, he's Apple St- Steve Ballmer. Yeah. They're going to have ten years of flat growth, mm. of not moving, nothing happening. Uh, yeah, they'll still make money like Microsoft did. Yeah. Um, you still come out with Office, you know, Microsoft came out with Office and all this sort of stuff, but there was nothing exciting. No. I think the uh, – I am not. I haven't seen any stats on Apple TVs or anything, but, look, they were too expensive. Uh, that That's iPod, very too, – way too expensive. Mm, Apple iPad Pro, ridiculously just just put your head in the sand. Don't worry about that thing coming out. Yeah, that, forget that. that. The, and the thing that they were known for, uh, Apple, before anybody else – was the touch scroll keypad with a pinch and zoom? You know, they, you know, you know what yes. I'm talking about. They're, yeah. they're, they're on their MacBook Pros. That, that was key, the, that, that, that's great. The, what do you call that? The mouse pad, I suppose. Yeah, or or a touch pad. Touch pad. Yeah. They were known to have the best touch pads, where yeah. you can pinch, zoom, double click, tap, do this, do that, right? All these little gestures, yeah. depending on how many fingers you use. And the and Microsoft comes out with the Surface, which I've got here. Yes. That's got a keyboard with a touchpad, and the iPad Pro doesn't have one. Yeah. And they're the ones that invented it. Well, you can buy that. Can't you buy a, uh, a, a touch a, a keyboard for the iPad Pro? You can. A Logitech one has the touchpad, but the one Microsoft, uh, Apple make, don't. doesn't have one. 
This this yeah. one I don't get. Probably. It's their invention. They're the ones that that. Well, maybe it's not their invention, but they made it better than anyone mm. else. Look, it's uh, I think, and, and they don't even then they make a product specifically for the iPad Pro without the touchpad. That doesn't make any sense. Do you think because that they think okay, well, if you want a touchpad, go and buy the Magic Pad? Does that work with the iPad? Um, no, it doesn't. Oh, well, well, right. I, well, if it's Bluetooth, it probably will. But yeah. why would you do that? If you're going to have an iPad Pro, a keyboard, and a Magic Pad, you must get a laptop. I think it's getting to the stage, and I think we did touch on this earlier, that they think that the world is so stupid that they're starting to fall. They're, starting, they're getting arrogant. Yeah, and they're starting to, uh, to fall back inside their... Yeah, they're becoming too um, internalised, yeah. and they're becoming too complacent because of the arrogance. Yes. And, um, yes. and Cookie Monster is the cause of it. He thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. I think, I think that's what he thinks. Yeah, you're probably you're probably not wrong there. And don't but be drinking. surprised. We haven't heard anything yet, and I'm calling it now. Don't be surprised if there's some ructions going on behind the scenes about the Cookie Monster mm. that we won't see, and nothing will be done for about two or three years. Well, I think he might have say another another cycle in him. You know, to bring out something. Uh, they reckon that the, the iPhone sevens are going to have. Oh something yeah, but they said the, you know, iPhone seven is going to be rubbish. It's going to have a. It's going to have a bigger battery. So mm. they're going to have a thing, a brick this big. Yeah. They've gone from oh, let's have something super thin because we've got to beat Samsung. To oh, we need better battery life. So they're going to go from, you know, super thin to super thick. Mm. No one's going to buy it. Look, I think. Look, I might. I'll do this story now actually because I think this is you know like you've got to get into a space where you can invent stuff. And that's where the iPhone made its success, and that's what brought Apple back from the from the pit of, of disaster. But uh, that John, let me find this uh, this story. It was that it's about that John McAfee. Now he's back. He's uh, he's put on hold his presidential bid. He's taken <laughs> time out. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's formerly the cybersecurity legend and former fugitive. John McAfee has launched a crowdfunding campaign to replace passwords. Now, let me if, if I can get a little uh, video up here. Now, this is a sort of thing I think that Apple should just start be going into the let's try and do something else rather than yeah, of course, continue to make everything better. But look, if I can just play this for you, can you hear that? Yeah. Hello there, yeah, I'm John there. McAfee, founder of the McAfee Antivirus Company. Since leaving the company, I've become part of bigger and better things. This is my new product, EveryKey. This is my phone. I have to type a password into it a hundred times a day. But with this, I never have to type another password again. And it's not just the key to my phone or my laptop. Mother hell. This is not just the key to my online accounts, or the key to my car, or the key to my house. It's my EveryKey. I am the man who's obsessed with security. And so is every key. Nothing is more secure. And if I lose it, I can remotely freeze it. Show me another key that can do that. So it's your choice. All of this or just one every key. Welcome to the revolution of access control. Now I read this and I thought, oh, that sounds, that sounds really good. You know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a something else to replace passwords and everything. So it's a little device that, you know, you, you stick on the side of your computer. And then yeah. it logs you straight in, or you, if, it, if it's in the vicinity of your phone, it logs you straight in without typing your password. Uh, it's claimed that is that like a like a like a you know if you knew when you go to a building and you just put your little swipe thing right, it just opens it up for you. 
It would be probably something similar, but a bit more involved. Yeah, more involved, yeah, but similar sort of vein. Yeah, and he's saying that, you know, that it can be developed to, so for cars, so if you've got it in your pocket, your car will just know it's you, you open the car, you don't have to get your key well, out. Well, a lot of cars have that now. A lot of the, yes. a lot of the, uh, the uh, European cars do have that, the keyless remote and keyless start. Yeah. As long as your, um, your key is in your pocket and you're within one metre of the car, the car will unlock. Yes. But he's taken it a step further where he wants to put all of that, like your heart, your front door, your yeah, car, it does everything. One one key does everything. That's yeah. right. He said uh, McAfee, in normal John McAfee uh, uh, speak, he can't, he's, he said that McAfee said the project was a effing game changer. <laughs> he said well, that, look, it may, it may well be. Um, I'd get one, and someone will buy it off him, and you know, yeah. and, and you know, do something with it. But um, you know, Apple's got to start looking at. Look, Apple always are always, you know, got patents, applying for patents and blah, blah, blah. They've got thousands of them. Um, a, lot of we, a lot of us don't know what they are. Let's hope there's something there that they're working on that they're just keeping on the quiet. Mm. It hasn't been... You remember a few years ago, there was, always a, there was always lots of leaks about what Apple was doing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. When's the last time there was a leak about a new product Apple was doing? Yeah, well... Right? Yeah. Is that, is that, there's two things that could be at play here. One that the people that were leaking no longer work there and they've got locked the place tight, mm. right? Or two, there's just nothing oh, to report. I think there's nothing to report. Look, they love the leaks. They love it. Yeah, they do. Like, that's, they what, do. that's what they thrived on. Like, you know, they, they, they've probably gone, oh, the people that leak, we're going to find them and, and sack them. But they go, <laughs> no, we won't. Because we you remember that a few years ago that the guy left his phone at the bar, his oh, test phone, oh, right? Yeah. And they're all going, oh, God. They probably told him to leave it there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, great. The buzz. But anyway, just uh, finishing off on the McAfee, he said every John McAfee said every key would work not only on smartphone PCs but also on Bluetooth enabled cars and doors that uses Bluetooth connect hardware to EverKey and can enter passwords stored on servers. EverKey will unlock a device when it is near a device, and lock again when out of range. The device yep. stores passwords using military grade encryption. If an Everlast Ever key is lost, it can be deactivated so the hardware no longer recognises the dongle. Here's a question. Just say you lose that, right, and someone walks past your car and unlocks and gets in your car, mm. drives off, okay? Yep. Now, depending on the car, um, if he doesn't have the actual key to your car, he might be able to get into your car, but if he doesn't have the key to, for the ignition, yeah. nothing's going to happen, right? Now, let's fast forward 10 years where, just say, Mercedes, Mercedes-Benz, um, integrates his technology with their um, current um, technology, which yeah. is the as long as it's in your pocket, you just press the start button and you're off, right? There's yes. no key needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just say you lose that key. Yeah. What would happen? So he's driving along, just say, and you go, oh, lost. I lost my key. So you log in, say, mate, can I borrow your phone? Or you get on your phone yeah. and lock it. I'm assuming the engine will shut, it will just shut the engine down. Uh, I don't think so because that doesn't happen at the moment with those keyless things, like because you can because I've had the I've, I've, it's happened to me I've uh, for some reason I can't remember now what actually happened, um, but I think but anyway I've oh that's right I dropped the wife off at the shops, and I, I gave her the keys to the car because she was going to come back before me or whatever so then I parked the car. And then because the car was still running, I parked, I switched off, and because I switched off, I couldn't switch it back on again. Why? And because I didn't have the key fob. 
Because oh, I, I gave right. the keys to Kim. So in that case, yeah, so the car still runs until you turn it off, but you right. won't be able to start it again. So the ever key, I think what he's saying is, yeah, you can, you can freeze it and block it, and you just go purchase another one. And all but you he can... would have, um, you'd have a GPS tracker on that anyway. Oh, so even if someone likely, stole your car, you'd know who stole it. Yeah, that's right. But the, the, the ever key should be in your <laughs> pocket anyway, or whatever. But it doesn't matter. Like people probably, they find it, they steal it, they, whatever they do, it, they throw it away. But you can block it so you know, they, they, they'll be able to drive it and park it somewhere, but they won't be able to start it again. Right. So yeah. then, then I don't know, you gotta wait till it gets found. But then you go get yourself another ever key. You've probably got the all the keys and stuff stored in the cloud somewhere. It just all downloads to this new key, and then you're back off and running again. Like because mm. yeah, because you freeze that one and get another one. I think well, that might work. Yeah, that might work. I think it's a good idea. My question would be: How would they? How would you? What happens if? It's not the key that you're changing or, or lose or whatever, but what happens if you change your car or what happens if you get a new PC or... You well, know, there what must be... If, yeah, those sorts of things. Well, That's a good question. Yeah, well, there must be some way that... There'll be some way to deactivate that key. Or if you've yes. got a, if it's a car and or you've got a key just for the car, then you say, oh, that's for the car, take it. Mm. And but, I just get myself a new one. But I know, look... For your laptops and whatnot, and you might just have to deactivate your laptop. But there would be some hurdles because I know, because you know, because I've lost my little key. Well, my, I haven't lost it. The, the, it doesn't work anymore. It broke, and to get another one, it's like three hundred dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. quite pricey. Yeah, so, I, that happened to me. Um, oh God, how long ago was this? This was about, geez, it'd be fifteen years ago now. I won't tell you what brand of car I had because you'll think I'm a wanker. <coughs> but anyway. The key, it was the car was under warranty was and the key fence? wouldn't work. It wouldn't open the doors, it wouldn't do mm. anything, right? I had to put it into the door and turn it like a pleb. Yeah. <laughs> That's so old school. I know. <laughs> and, um, and I drove down to the dealership and goes, oh, look, mate, I need a key replaced. Yeah, no problem. Um, come back uh, in three days, we'll have it for you, or seven days, I think it was, because I had to get it from a country in Europe. And... Um, Got back and he goes, yep, yeah, mate, no worries, got your key here, let's just program it for you. So when you drive off, the doors lock, you know, they just did everything, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, he goes, that'll be $700, please. And I said, mate, it's under warranty. Yeah. It was. The car wasn't even a year and a half old. He says, it's under warranty, dickwad. <laughs> and he goes, oh, sorry about that, mate. Wow. I didn't realise. He said, well, check your records. Yeah. You're just trying to rip me off. Yeah. But look, I've just found a picture of your car, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see that. No. <laughs> Pretty well, funny. I can't see pictures. What is it? It's a Reliant Robin. Yeah, <laughs> they're the worst. You know, the thing is, those cars would have worked if the single wheel was at the back oh, and, not, and not the front because oh, that's what's made know. it unstable. Yeah, I don't know. They're just crazy. Where's the one where it's in the ditch? There was one here. There was... <laughs> oh, you'll have to watch boys, the video. The boys and have from a look. Top, Top Gear. Um, Love those cars. They well, they don't love them. They just pay them they, out. They pay out on them all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so was this car a sports car of any sort, Eric? Could have been. Oh, the Reliance Sports model. <laughs> <laughs> the Reliance Sports car. Are they are they normally red? Um, no, my one was not red. Okay, but um, say did someone like Magnum PI make them famous back in the day? No, it wasn't that. I think those cars are for wankers. <laughs> Wasn't that car? All right. Well, let's move on. I'm going to give you a little photo here. 
I'll tell, this is the car that I'm going to buy when I retire. This is my little, this is my little, this is going to be my little weekend car. I'll just put it in the Skype chat. Are you going to get a beret? There it is. That's what I'm going to buy. Oh, I don't know if I can get that out of the Skype and show everyone. Go on. No, I don't think I can because I'm going to lose the pictures. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, you can share You can share a, a screen yeah, capture. Yeah, but I, but I lose the screen capture if I change the Skype. Oh. Well, I'll share the like, screen. Uh, I like the old school kind of white wall tyres. <laughs> yeah. Share the screen, Eric. Show us what you got. I don't I don't. How do you, how do you share the screen? Is there a little plus or something down there? Where's well, you that? work on that, and we'll we'll come back to that. We'll come back to Eric's. Here we go. Here we go. Eric's car. Here we go. Oh, hang on. Where are we? Well, I can't find it. I think Shane will will queue you up for a story. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So something a little bit light-hearted. Netflix everywhere. Oh. Netflix is now streaming almost worldwide. Netflix. Netflix plans. For world streaming domination revealed during CES 2016 keynote, Netflix is working with LG to extend streaming service to the Middle East, Asia and parts of Europe. LG is an ideal partner, according to the um, CEO, due to the WebOS 3.0 um, operating system that they use in their TVs and, other, and their devices, um, which puts streaming on par with other sources. Netflix CEO Reed Hastings tried to do a Steve Jobs one more thing, revealing that Netflix is now available in 130 countries and supports 20 languages. Uh, China should have service soon, according to, according to the CEO, leaving just, strangely enough, North Korea, Syria and Crimea. Crimea. Well, why would you, why would yeah, you bother? Well, yeah, well, do they well have, yeah, I mean, they just happen to be political and military hotspots at have, the moment. Do they have electricity over there in these places? Oh, that's crazy. Well, they're so backward, and that's that's their own doing. But um, yeah, North Korea's going to be getting a bit crazy, isn't it? Of late, but anyway, that's what happens. But we did yeah, see. Can you, can you see that? Uh, no, but we did. I did flash to it. Hang on, all let's right. have a look. Oh, there we go. That looks all right. A little get smart car. <laughs> oh, not quite. A little bit better. A little bit better, my friend. <laughs> that looks all right. You, I could just see you. You could just have your, you grow your hair at the back, or a bit of a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> put the put the tweed beret on, <laughs> and away you go. Hey, this uh, my, this the, this what well, this is the dream car, which is ridiculous. I'll share this one. Uh, the dream car is this. I see the uh, what's a, the what's a Top Gear? They're up for a, oh yeah, look at that thing. That's the dream car. Yeah, what's that? That's a Mercedes Benz SLS six three AMG. Oh, what would that set you back? Four hundred thousand dollars. That'd be worth it, though. <laughs> <laughs> You'd sell a house just to get a car. You'd live sell your car. wife. <laughs> Wouldn't get that much. Still need a loan. Can I trade her in? Yeah. Oh, it's all right. Kim doesn't listen to the uh, podcast and she's out. So They're not bad. They're, they're, that, I saw one in Melbourne and it's going for $40,000. What, one of those things? No, no, the one, the first one I showed you. Oh, yeah, right. That's all right. That's all right. That's good. That's great. All right, yeah, so Netflix everywhere. Well, that's all right. But, like, but I don't know. Well, it's, yeah, good on it for being everywhere. It's in Australia too, but it hasn't got a lot of content on it. 
So, you know, you probably go over to these North Korea. To be honest, um, someone told me that they've been on the British one and the US one. And even though it's got more content than Australia, um, it's still, when you look at it in an overall sense, you think, well, still not that much. What they mm. do have in the States that we don't have is they have a lot of the updated TV series that we don't get. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's just... Well, oh. Give it time. Mm. They, don't forget, Netflix have been in America for a very long time. They just started here. They've been here just over a year or just under a year. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, give right. it time. Mm. Now, I went and saw Star Wars on the over the... No spoiler words. I'm seeing it on Saturday. Please. Oh. Haven't you seen it yet? Um, no. Well, can I, have I not. can I tell you that I think it's do not, probably. Do the, not tell me anything. No. I'm just going to give you my opinion that I think it's the best Star Wars and it could stand alone outside of that, the, the sextilogy or whatever it was, whatever you want to call it. So it's, a, it's a, just great. It's, I loved it. I loved it. I, I would watch it again, but I'd wait till it goes on video. I just don't want right. to spend another 25 bucks. I don't think Regan's seen it, and if he wanted to sort of see it, I'd see it again. Yeah. Oh, look, I'd probably be the same if the kids wanted to see it, but I know they won't. Oh, but, that's a nice car. But it's, <laughs> but it's yeah, very good, Eric. You'll have a good time. It's a, it's a great movie. It's yeah, new. I'll go see it on Saturday. I've been getting harassed to see it, so... Yeah, no, it is, it's really good. I'd urge anyone who hasn't seen it to, uh, yeah, go on and check it out. It's great. Uh, it brings back the Star Wars spirit, if you know what that is. The Force. Now, let me have a look. What's my next story? We better get a, we better get a wriggle on here. Uh, oh, I think you've got that one too, so I'll miss that one. The one about IE, Shane. But I'll, I'll move on to Kim Kardashian's Kimoji app. Oh, no one cares. Breaks the Apple Store. Oh, God. I oh, know. Can you believe it? But I just thought, I just, the stats of this thing that when uh, that came out with this story. How stupid are people, though? It's $1.99, can you believe and at, there was a point, uh, at one point over the break when the, this app was launched, that there were, now get this, get this into your little brains, that there were 9,000 downloads, right? So at $2 a pop, 9,000 downloads. So what's that, Eric? $18,000? Yeah. Per millisecond. Who's getting all the money? Well, Apple gets 30%. And um, she probably gets the rest, doesn't she? Oh, surely she's not getting a billion dollars out of a fat ass. <laughs> she might be. Well, that's what she's known for. That's it's what it's the, all the about. developer, surely. No, no, she's in, she's involved. She she's running it because she's she was tweeting during the, you know, as she's going. Those trying to get the app on their iPhones had some trouble after the store crashed, and she's tweeting. Oh, I'm sorry, I crashed the store and all this. She sort was of the stuff. customer service rep, was she? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. I, I bet you that I bet you people will be asking for refunds. Oh, that's two bucks. That's just all the. That's just all the the little kitties. They just don't care, do they? It just they just they, just they just download this stuff. Think that she's some sort of superwoman with her with her north. Nothing. She's got no talent. She's done nothing ever. No, and her dad should be in jail, just quietly. Which not, one? Not woman of the year, or whatever he, whatever he was or whatever it is. Just a publicity stunt. It's, it's woman of the year. Unless something. he gets his old fella chopped off, then I, then he's just publicity stunt. Hmm. He's, yeah, blowing smoke. Yeah. All right, uh, Shane. Can you, what's what's happening down there? Can you do a story? Uh yeah, I'll do. Yeah, I'll try and get us out of trouble. Um, Thanks. I'll do the Internet Explorer one. That sounds that looks safe. Internet Explorer eight, nine, and ten finally die next week, as of January the twelfth. 
Microsoft will no longer support Internet Explorer 8, 9 or 10. Microsoft stated that version 11 will continue to be supported, uh, receiving update, security updates, compatibility fixes and technical support on Windows 7, Windows 8.1, no mention of Windows 8, which is weird, and Windows 10 for now. But if you use an older version of IE, then it will no longer receive updates. And if you insist on using a Microsoft browser, now might be the time to consider using Edge. Now, I more often than not, I have a problem with Edge. Yeah, it doesn't work. It one doesn't. thing that actually works on Edge that doesn't work on Chrome is the back end of my website for some reason. There's more... The, the functionality, the back-end functionality, it just works better under Edge than on Chrome. Some of the stuff just doesn't work on Chrome. Connor, I've uh, loaded up Edge or a couple of times it's come up and I can't do a few things on it. So I've, I've just had to... Because I don't know why they've hidden it in Windows 10, Internet Explorer. They've hidden Internet Explorer in Windows 10. You've got to go search for it and put it on the taskbar, which is yeah. a bit silly. Because I think that's, a, that's bad because you know, with the browser wars that are going on, why hide it? It'll just force people to go to Edge and go, oh, I hate this, and download Chrome or, or Firefox. I, I think that's a bad move. That's another bad move. I, sh I should be one of these marketing people. <laughs> you know, that's another bad move. All right, now, you probably think that Eric hasn't got any comments. He's gone quiet. He hasn't, he hasn't fallen off the chair, but he has uh, dropped out. So I'm going to try and get him back. I don't know. Did both of you guys drop out? I think they're both. Yeah, it's either had something to do with the stuff you were saying about the Kardashians, um, Chris Gale, or uh, Tim Cook. Right. Well, I don't know. I can't. I'm still connected to Shane, so I can't see how. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to call you both back, okay? So, did Shane, are you still there? Yeah. Well, why is he still there? Hang on. <laughs> I've got to get rid of you guys. I'm going to call you back. But. We'll try the box. I don't understand because Shane's still there. Hello. What happened? I don't know. You fell out. I fell out and I had to, then it threw me in but wasn't working. Yeah, now we're just waiting for Shane to come back in. But Oh, right. Okay. But I think, I'm back. Oh, he's back. You haven't yeah. got a video though. Your your video is not there either, Glenn. All right, yeah. Typical well, Thursday night. <clears throat> yeah, we were going. So I was, I was <laughs> thinking to myself how, how good your video was, Eric. And then I keep. So looking. now Eric's full screen. I can hear Glenn, but I can't see Glenn. Yeah, well, I think for some reason, I think Shane, you're on the previous call somehow because you. Do you want to pause this and just log do one fresh call? Yeah, I'm got, well, I won't pause it just yet. We'll just we'll just go like this. And I think is anyone still there? I'm still talking, to Eric. How can that be? My Skype is closed. How can I talk to you? Don't see you. I'm hang up. I'm happy to. Yes, please. So we'll wait for Shane to hang up. All right, now I am actually back in the other call as well. So let me end this call as well. How did that, how did that happen? I had two calls going. Oh, I know what's going on. He gone yet? I think he's gone. Okay, I think my phone took over because I. Oh, that's so rubbish. Hang on, so I'm going to ring them both back. Shane, Eric, call. Okay, hello. Hello. I've got Shane. Hello. Right. Right. I think I know what happened. What? Well, after you dropped out, and then after I hung up, because I hung up on the PC, but the phone decided it wanted to take over. 
and then I'm still talking to Shane twice. I, I, it's that's just, weird. That's mental, isn't it? It's mental. 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 Yeah, we were talking about someone's ass. Yeah, they probably exploded on over the oh, internet ew. server. <laughs> so I did. I did uh, stop the audio. So I just got to wait for that to save, and uh, we'll, we'll start up again in a second once that's saved. But see now, now Shane's coming through widescreen. Eric, you're not. So Shane's coming through bigger than what Eric is. Well, what am, is my? What's my quality like? Well, you're good. I have that problem. Oh no, Shane's frozen. That's what's happening. Really? Yeah. Turn your camera off and on, please. How's that? Hang on, it's coming. So now I've got to adjust my camera because it's picked up like really widescreen, like you said. Let me adjust the camera. What is this stuff just camera? Oh, Bloody Thursday nights. Yeah, that's better. We're back to the normal. All right. Now I just got to wait for this uh, audio to finish doing what it does. I thought I'd stop it so I can just edit that bit out of the audio. So while we're waiting for that, uh, what can we talk about? Let's talk oh, about I don't know. Well, the we fire, are live, so you've still got to be careful. The fireworks in Sydney. Did you go? Well, Have a look? Nah. No. Nah. I didn't even see them on the replay. Can't stand it. You go in there, there's bogans everywhere, you know, just yobbos and, you know, families trying to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'd like to do, though? Go out on the boat. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, you've got to book that in advance. Apparently, only so many boats I can let in the harbour. Oh, okay, right. Uh, yeah, my cousin, well, he's been out there a few times. I don't know if he went this year or not. But, yeah, he uh, loved No, we just had something here at our place. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't do much. I think I just well, I just took a TV out onto the balcony and we watched Graham Norton. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. <laughs> well, how's the weather been up there? Yeah, it's been Hot, better than normal? you. Normal? Well, a bit yeah. rainy, hasn't it? Uh, Tuesday was all day rain, but Wednesday today been really nice. We had five days of torrential. Yeah, down here, yeah. straight, no quitting at all. No, I'm not kidding you. It was just heavy rain for five days. That's the global warming. Doing yeah, that. it is. Yeah. The place is warming. Like yeah. Tim Flannery said, the dam. We're never going to have a full dam ever again. No, but wasn't that? But didn't that contradict what they were saying that, that we would get wetter? They said, and then they're saying the dam's going to be dry, but then we're going to be wetter and we're going to dry. Yeah, look, because they don't know what they don't know if they're Arthur or Martha. See, what happened was when they when they all started going off with this global warming. And then they realised the the globe wasn't actually warming. I think, oh well, we've got to come up with something else. Oh, we'll call it climate change. So that means if it gets too cold, we'll call it climate change. And, oh, it's, oh, better be careful. And if it gets too hot, oh, we'll call that climate change too. Well, a little tip, fellas: there's summer and there's winter. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. And then there's a rainy season, and every country in the world has a rainy season. Mm. Simple. Yeah. Look, that's just crazy. But anyway, the idiots. But so it's a hoax. <laughs> Ready to go back. All right, so now um, here we go. Sorry for that little interruption there, uh, tech heads, but we got Eric back. And now we were talking, Eric, just to bring you up to speed while you dropped out. We we were talking about the I Internet was, Explorer, I yes, believe. That's right, the death of Internet Explorer. And uh, on versions 8, 9, and 10, the version 11 is now the only one available. And you can still get it on Windows 10. And I said that I think it was silly because. It wasn't a default option on Windows 10. You have to go looking for it, which would mean people go, where's Internet Explorer? They go to Edge and download Chrome. And Edge is rubbish. It is. It is rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. I don't touch it. Oh, I, look, I'd rather use Explorer 10 than I would in Edge. Yeah, or 11. Or, or 11, mean, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, so do I. That's right. But I'll, I'll use it if I need another browser. Sometimes I need another browser like to log into the same or, or say into Gmail with a different account. Because yep, you yep. know, so I'll use different browser. I'll use a different browser for that, so I know what's going on there. All right, so that's uh, Internet Explorer. There you go on the dust. Now, what do you make of uh, all this Dick Smith business? It's uh, oh well, they they're broke, and that's that. They were um, overpriced on their float. They were never going to justify those sort of valuations, and it got they got caught out. You, Simple. Yeah. Do you think? Well, I think it's the run the place is going to get going to get fired. Iron. Yeah, well, that's the old story, and I think we've approached this on a, a podcast before. And I think I've said to you guys that I think the, the gift cards are a waste of money. They're a, they're a, they're a rip off, and and when especially when it comes to situations like this, where you become an unsecured creditor, like it's like it should be. Well, look, I don't cards from really. Yeah, well, you're not going to. You're basically not going to get your money back. Um, I only buy gift cards from extremely reputable people. You know, David Jones, Meyer. Uh, Maya's sort of only semi-reputable these days, but David Jones, my Apple, uh, you know, JB Hi-Fi is not too bad, but I've mm. never bought a gift card anyone for Dick Smith. No, uh, look, but but I wouldn't have had an issue with it, to be honest. Uh, and But it's just, again, it just would go against the grain of just, you know, buying gift cards in general, which I just don't like. Uh, not just because, you know, you think the place is going to go belly up, but because... Uh, they expire. I can't believe that a gift card can expire. It's cash. They do expire for four months. Yeah. But I don't understand what, why. They shouldn't expire like, because if you had a $50 note in your pocket it or in expire. your wallet for two years, you can't. You don't go to the shop and go, sorry, mate, you've had it in your wallet for too long. That's can't, right. Can't use that. Yeah. That serial number's too old. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's rubbish. I don't, I no, don't... That, that's just a con because they know people forget and yeah. it's basically free money. Yeah. And, there, and there's a couple of sites on the internet uh, that you come around, like you download, you know, bits of software or images or whatever, and you buy the credits, and then it only lasts yeah. 12 months. So yeah. 12 months, you haven't used all your credits, you lose them. I think that's so that's wrong. So stupid. It is so wrong. Like, you might say to me that, uh, you know, oh, well, what about, you know, the, the prices of the images or whatever? They might go up. So therefore, you know, well, it doesn't matter, does it? Because if the images prices go up, well, you, your gift or your, your credits buy less. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. I, I yeah, think yeah, it's a rort. I hate it. I don't know why it's allowed. I really don't. I think it's just a rort. But anyway, Dick Smith has put a call out for buyers while confirming existing gift vouchers would not be honoured and lay-by deposits would not be refunded. That's so that, it. That's Done. A, that's another rort, isn't it? Lay-by deposits. Terrible. Oh, who the, who, is anyone, people still do lay-bys now? Surely not. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Really? Yeah, I, I haven't come across any store in the last, oh, it'd have to be 15 years that it's done lay-by. Maybe 10. Oh, no, I think you still get your targets, still do lay-by. Yeah. Maria's got a couple of mattresses on lay-by at the moment that she's paying off. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hope it's not a Dick Smith. No. no. <laughs> so Dick Smith went into, if you don't know what's going on, they went into voluntary administration recently after failing to secure sufficient short-term funding. The chain chopped a sixty million write down on inventory in December and ran a clearance sale, uh, but then yeah, it failed. It still failed. So oh yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what they were trying to do. They were in trouble and they decided to take sixty percent off everything. Is that just trying to get some short term cash? You know, up to sort of like uh, make cut your nose off to spite your face, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's obviously there to make it look 
better. They, they, wanted, they needed to generate cash, and they're going to worry about the, mm. the, the, the debt later. Mm. And I think, Shane, did you have a question about that, this story? Yeah, I do. Um, the, the story's been reported, obviously, everywhere, and I've seen it reported in different ways. And I know the terminology that they use is not good, no matter what word that they use. But technically, is receivership and administration and liquidation all the same thing? No, they're not. Okay. Um, it's... it's, it's I've been through one of these. An administration, when you call someone in, I'm just, like, this is just going, this is a very, they're very hazy sort of thing. You call someone in and they um, appoint who they think should run the company. They take over the, the bank accounts and whatnot, make sure nothing's being spent that shouldn't be being spent, and they try and find a buyer. So the administrator generally tries to sell you as a going concern, right? It's so something that can still survive. Um, a receivership is the next one after that, when they realise that that's going to be a bit tougher. So they, um, yeah, that's a bit vague on my understanding of receivership. Liquidation is pretty, very simple. They shut the place down and they sell whatever they can for the most money they can, mm. and then give it to the and whatever's left they divvy it up to the secured creditors. That's liquidation, right? Yeah. Receivership is somewhere in the middle. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so they're continuing to trade, but it's like. The, the, the owners, yeah, the Look, well, either way, on. once you hit administration, there's a damn good chance you're going to be liquidated, full stop. Yeah, okay. So anyway, no, people apparently have been getting on Dick Smith's Facebook page and <laughs> giving, him a, giving him a going. But he hasn't owned the store since 1982, so please don't do that. Yeah, don't think he's got anything to do with it. Yeah, he hasn't. Uh, okay, where else are we going? We've done, the, we've done all that. We've done the... So can you, just before we move on, can you, in theory, go to a Dick Smith's, they might be selling a laptop for 500 bucks, and can you go to yeah. them, well, given your situation, you really need to just get all the money you can get, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. <laughs> no, okay. I won't. That, they can, when they're in receivership or liquidation, that's probably what you can do. Mm. Uh, yes, okay. But look, I'll tell you, it's, it doesn't... It doesn't Surprise me, you know. I think I've told you this story before that I, I try. You try to ring Dick Smith, the one at Rabina. They answer the phone, hang straight up, and you do this continually for a week. I did it. Well, it's no wonder if you wanted to buy something. Yeah, that's why they don't do it. They don't. They don't sell. Okay, Apple OS X named most vulnerable software of 2015. Can you believe it? There's a common vulnerabilities and exposure details or CVE conducted a study. And produce a list of the most vulnerable software of 2015. What a surprise! I don't know what you're going to say next. Yeah, the list is based on reports submitted by cybersecurity firms, researchers, and software creators. Apple's platform, yeah, as we all know, has always prided itself in being, you know, beyond. Yeah, but again, I think they've been getting lazy. Yes, I, I, I think, think they've so. been getting cocky. Yes. This is the problem. And I hate saying these things about Apple because I love their products. I would mm. never buy another laptop that wasn't a MacBook Pro. But I tell you what, they are getting lazy. How can you go from impenetrable software to the most infected or the most vulnerable? I mean, mm. How does that happen in a space of four years since Steve Jobs died? Well, I think it could be attributed to, you know, because it's more popular, there's more focus on the... Oh, on of the course, yeah. There's, you've got to make allowances for that, I understand. But to go from no vulnerabilities to the most mm. in four years, I can understand from no vulnerabilities or very few to a few more 
over four years yeah. or a lot greater because of the popularity, more people are buying it and therefore more people are attracted to attacking it. But to go from zero to the most in a very short period of time, that's Microsoft-esque type rubbish. Yeah, and like when you look at actually the first two, the top one and two, you've got Mac OS at number one and iPhone OS at number two. So that's, that's you know, that, that beats Flash. That's, that beats Android. And yeah. I didn't think any, everyone, I thought Android was streaks ahead. It beats Internet Explorer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they've got to sort this out. This I might as well just give the guy the front door, the key to my house. I know. <laughs> you might need one of those Everlocks, Everkeys, or whatever it is. But oh, you've don't worry, mate. I've been, in, I've been living here for weeks. <laughs> but isn't that's, yeah, that's just crazy stuff. Like, and, that's bizarre. You know, all these things, you, you just see that things are just not going Apple's way, are they? The report also shows that Apple is the company in whose pro- products the highest number of bugs, 654, were discovered in 2015. IBM, the leader of this not-so-lucrative race in 2014, has improved markedly as it fell down to seventh place. So Apple's gone up to number one in the highest number of bugs discovered as well. That's just, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. So, and like, they're number one and two, well, just, just to finish up on this, not to harp on it, but like, so Mac OS X and iPhone OS. Yeah, Mac OS X, number of vulnerabilities, 384. iPhone OS, 375. You go, okay, Flash, number three. 314. So although that number's high, it's 314. It's still 60 less than iPhone OS. That's rubbish, isn't it? 80 less than Mac OS X. Hmm. That's rubbish. And you're, but is it because they're? Would it be? Would you attribute it to that they're just pushing these OSs out? You know, without year, too much. Yearly. Well, remember in the last four years they pushed one out a year. Pretty That's much. right. That's exactly. Since, since Jobsy died. And it probably hasn't been given the quality control that it should have been given. Hmm. Now, when Jobsy was around, um, they pushed them out a lot slower. But what they tended to do from memory is they'd improve the existing one piece by piece. Hmm. So that by the time it was time to upgrade to the next one, there was very little difference. It was, yeah. you know, you pretty much already had it. And the new one just sort of sort of capped it all off a bit. Um, but now they've sort of gone from, you know, oh, here's this one, and then you go another one, and it's a completely different look. There's no progressive... Yes, build. Like build? That. Yeah. How did, how did Jobsy go, do you reckon? Like, did he pay much attention to, the, like, the, the worth of the Apple stocks? Was he frightened by Apple stocks? No. This is, the, this is what... I think this is why they did so well. Um, his attitude was... If you love what you do and you do it well, the money is just a byproduct. Mm. But I think that at the moment you sort of get the feeling. If you, don't st- you? you start their focus, well, don't forget where mm. Cookie Monster's from. His background is based on efficiency, which equals money. So his focus has always been money, and yeah. as a result, the products are taking a back seat. Mm. Right. As soon as you start, like any job, you start focusing on money rather than do you enjoy your job. You're going to fail at it, and you're going to get fired, and you're going to, you're going to, or you're going to hate it, and you'll be stuck there, and you don't know what to do. But can't he? Got to, like, as not, much as you can, it's not easy, but as much as you can, you've got to love what you do. The money will come. Mm. Yeah, so, so that's probably the difference there. So, yeah, because you think, well... The mentality is different. He's coming mm. from a different school. He's the Bulma. 
Bournemouth mm. was a sales guy, right? He, he All he thought about was money, 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 bottom line, bottom line, top line, top line, yeah. all this sort of stuff. And what happened to their product development in the 10 years he was at the helm? Absolutely nothing. Mm, exactly. All right, uh, Shane, you got any more stories over there? Yeah, i got a couple more. Um, I will follow on with this ransomware one because that kind of follows on nicely from what we were just talking about. Ransom32 is a JavaScript-based ransomware that uses Node.js to affect users. So Node.js is um, a JavaScript kind of framework. So um, it's like you know, .NET, it's like uh, PHP have got their own frameworks. It's, it's the language of JavaScript built in a... Yeah, framework. Um, so a new type of ransomware has now been found, the first of its kind, uh, a ransomware that uses JavaScript to infect the users being coded on top of uh, NWJS platform. NWJS, formerly, formerly known as Node WebKit, is a powerful platform that allows developers to create desktop applications via Node.js modules. The platform lets programmers use JavaScript in the same way and with the same power and reach inside the OS as other more powerful languages like C++, Delphi, Java, ActionScript, and C Sharp. Uh, NWJS uses a stripped-down version of WebKit, the same layout engine used in Chrome, Safari, and Opera, but without many of its limitations. While browsers limit what JavaScript code can do, NWJS removes these limitations or limits and allows JavaScript developers to interact with the OS itself. Uh, NWJS can run all three on all three major operating systems, so this might have contributed to the um, to the story we were just talking about. Yeah. Uh, meaning that ransomware coded to work on top of uh, it would theoretically be able to target all operating systems at the one time, according to. Emisoft's Fabian Wasser, I think it's pronounced, a new ransomware, a new ransomware family that goes under the name of Ransom32 is using the NWJS platform for infiltrating the victims' computers and then locking their files. As Mr. Wasser told uh, (laughs) uh, told Softpedia, Ransom32 is currently distributed only via spam email campaigns mm. using Node.js to infect uh, encrypted user files. So similar to um, that blocker, what's it called? That blocker um, Roach. Yeah, the one where... Ran- the one where is it? Crypto no, Locker. It? Crypto Locker, that's the yeah. one. So it's similar to that. As Mr. Wasser told, I've just read that, using Node.js to infect the encrypted user's files, Ransom32... Uh, is not the work of amateurs given the level of sophistication and the new approach. Ransom32 includes top shelf quality encryption, same as that BitLocker, uh, CryptoLocker. Ransom32 authors operate as ransomware as a service from the dark web. I've only ever heard of the dark web or the term dark web since that TV show's been on um, yeah. CS- <laughs> CSI Cyber or whatever yeah, it's called. Right. Oh, well, I, suppose I don't it's... like that show. It's all a bit too far-fetched. I've seen the first episode. I didn't mind it, but I've got better things to do. Yeah, anyway, just to finish this off, yeah. all payments are sent to the Bitcoin address of Ransom32's authors from where they take 25% cut and then forward the rest of the money to the intermediaries 
that help distribute the ransomware. So it's almost like a um, pyramid selling scheme kind of thing. Currently it only works on Windows machines. Well, Windows machines have only been picked up as being infected, but we're only probably an update cycle away from seeing the first cross-OS ransomware family. Yeah, this ransomware is rubbish, isn't it? It's just crazy, crazy stuff. But um, I don't know. It's out there, and it's just going to keep... You just got to be mindful of what you're doing. Well, I was going through Facebook earlier today, and there was a, a sponsored article. You know, you get the sponsored posts, and it was Apple Australians unhappy because Apple are selling iPhone 6s for a dollar. And you think, what's the starting again? What? Yeah. So there's this post where how to get like Australians unhappy. <coughs> Apple selling iPhone 6s for a dollar. Had a picture of the iPhone, you know, um, opened up, and press click here to see how it's done or something. And you just look at it, it's a, it's a sponsored you think, thing. Yeah, exactly. You think, so yeah. I, I clicked you... on it. And uh, it, 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 and I read it was a web page. I went to a web page, like an article, like a news article thing. And I went, right. And then I started looking at the links that was in there. And yeah. it was just all dodge. You, yeah, you can dodgy. tell just by reading the links. Yeah. Or if you get an email, look at the, the, where the email. It always says, oh, from the Australian tax office. But you look at the email behind it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Panjeep Patel at Hotmail. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's uh, move on to the another one. Oh, Twitter's considering extending their tweets from uh, 140 characters to 10,000. No, thanks. No. I don't want to read someone's essay. No, that's right. You don't want to get Bill Shorten on there writing 10,000 times, <laughs> bring it on. You got to, just to give you, <laughs> it's like Bart on the on the blackboard. Bring it on, bring it on. Yeah, uh, write ten thousand times. I'm an idiot. Bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> uh, just to give you an idea of how long a ten thousand character limit is. Uh, now, this is probably not too. Uh, I don't know. You won't you won't probably get this too much. But anyway, the link, the Gettysburg Address was two hundred seventy two words. And you would think that it's probably pretty big. And John F. Kennedy's inaugural speech was thirteen hundred and sixty-six words. So you think a speech that you know go on long enough? So you get an idea that it's a, it's a it's a lot of characters. I don't think it should happen. I think it should just keep it one hundred and forty. I think people are more creative at one hundred and forty. And that's right. And I don't have to listen to their dribble. That's right. And look, I'm not a big Twitter user, uh, but you know it's there. I'll get on there sometimes and have a look and see what's going on. But it's but Twitter's but again, see, Twitter's doing this to to boost gross growth and ad revenue. Uh, the the share prices, you know, it's it's becoming stagnant, and they've tar- and they've obviously said, well, okay, it's because of the, the limit of characters. You know, we've just seen Instagram; they've just gone past four hundred million, uh, and I think Twitter's on three hundred million users. So they think, well, what's what's the problem? Is it the character limit? So, uh, but to go from one hundred and forty to ten thousand, like it's a bit of a jump. They they even said in their in this article here that people were to get around the hundred and forty character limit, people were taking photos of text. And, yeah, and, and sending and it. Sending it like so people consume it, yeah. How ridiculous. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have the time. You know you know the funny thing is, if you wanted to someone to see what you'd written and it's on a page you have to photograph photograph and, and tweet, send it to them in an email, moron. <laughs> Holy crap. You heard of this new technology called emails? Yeah, send it in an email. There you are. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, so... Unless you, you, some of these people, you know, some people that just want everybody in the world to hear what they have to say, um, you know, they're these social media junkies who think they're really cool, yeah. sitting in their mother's basement. Uh, 
just and they need to bloody you know oh listen to me you know or get a blog mm. yeah and uh, yeah that's right and look when the, when i read that the twitter it's got they've got 300 million users can you believe okay and they're crying about that the 300 million users not a great not a great user base when you when you look at worldwide okay no it's not a great user base but can you believe that say public policy in australia is pretty much made on the basis on Twitter, of what Twitter on social thinks. media. Yes. Like, and if someone gets crucified on social media, then then it must be true. That's and right. Therefore, they might, if I call for someone to be sacked because I said they did this, and then people jump on it and go, oh, yeah, 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 I, I agree with him, yeah. then, well, if everyone's agreeing and it must be true, then he must be fired. But everyone on the Twitter... Has There's agreed. no proof. You're, you're guilty until proven innocent on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. But you, I can't believe it. It's got a small user base, pretty much. And, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, they're just rabid dogs. You know, the, funny, the most active people on Twitter are the people who vote for the, for the other side, the dark side. <laughs> and because they're the, only, they're the ones sitting at home with no jobs sponging off the welfare. Yes, so you're talking about the left. Yep. All right. Now, Windows 10 is already on 200 million devices. That's not surprising. Hmm. It's the fastest adoption of any Microsoft operating system. Because it was forced down people's throats. Well, you had no choice. You got a free upgrade. Why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, well, it wasn't actually forced. You didn't have to take it. Uh, much of the growth comes from retail customers with devices such as the Xbox. And uh, Actually, I've got an Xbox One. Is there an update on that? Do you have to update and it looks like Windows 10? Is that how that works? Yeah, I, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't updated it. Oh, get into it. Let, me, let us know what happens. Come out in November. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Right, so I've just got to go to my settings and just press update. It doesn't do it automatically. No, you've got to yeah, kick it off. Mm. got to kick it off. Okay, I might give that a shot. Xbox said that Microsoft, or their busiest day ever, was, de- was December 28th. And the ultimate success of Windows 10 will be judged by the take-up rate among businesses. About three-quarters of Microsoft's enterprise customers are testing Windows 10. But they'll get there. That's the way... It's, Windows 10's pretty good. Yeah. Look, the, the, what I can see and what I believe is happening with 10 is that this is it. This is the last one. This is where it stops. And then it's just going to be incremental patches and whatever. It's always going to be Windows 10. That's how I'm reading it. Is that how you get yeah. that? So they're going to do the um, Apple thing where... Yeah, OS X 10.1 or 10.5. And they might just start naming it, you know, Windows 10, um, you know, New Delhi. Yeah, <laughs> Bali Belly or something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, have you got any more, Shane? Yeah, I've got two more. Cool. Uh, Hit us. I will do short one first and then we'll finish on something a little bit more homegrown, but... My final CES-flavoured kind of story. That's right. CES, yeah. That's Ford right. to include Apple Car CarPlay and Android Auto support. Apple and Android car entertainment technology will become almost universal inside Ford vehicles, according to one of the first major announcements at CES this year. Starting this year, owners of Sync 3's equipped Ford vehicles can activate Apple CarPlay and Android Auto interfaces built into those types of smartphones. Significantly, the technology will be universal on all sync-equipped Ford vehicles from 2017 onwards in North America, but with the features expanding worldwide by 2020, Ford's app offerings will also include Concur, which will automatically log business journeys directly from 
the odometer and maintain a trip journal for you. Well, there you go. Uh, oh, that's all right. If, if I've, uh, iOS is still around in five years. Yeah. Which, well, we'll see. It should. I like I, I, iPhones. Like, to be honest, I do like the iPhone. I like it better than any others. Uh, I've got nothing against it. But I don't, well, personally, I don't see any glitches. Oh, look, it might be slow here and there. We, I, there are a couple of things I wish they'd fix up. But overall, I'm, I'm quite happy with it. So, you know, those 374 problems, I don't think I've really seen. And what's your last story, please, Shane? Uh, NBN responds to claims that fibre to the premises is better value than fibre to the node. Research has... Yeah, research has revealed that longer-term costs and savings of fibre to the premises when compared to fibre to the node, but NBN says a fast rollout is priority and more important. Fibre to the premise... Well, that's all well and good, but it's been extremely slow, so you might as well just give us fibre to the premises. Yeah. Yeah, the rollout, yeah. Uh, If if they said, oh, look, we'll give you a node and you'll have it a lot faster and then suddenly, bang, I've got it, okay, I believe you. But hello, you can't. Yeah, I know you guys can't see this picture, but Shane's picture. Oh yeah, you can in the show notes, Eric. But Shane's picture of this story doesn't it just look like a bunch of ice creams. In what the, is it? <laughs> in the Shane story, just look like a bunch of ice creams on cones. Anyway, keep going. Sorry, that was just yeah, green cones. That was stupid. Uh, in response oh, yeah. to a representative from NBN, told Gizmodo the figures used as the basis of the analysis are from draft documents from early 2015, not endorsed by our executive, but not endorsed doesn't necessarily mean they're not accurate. Mm. Uh, The longer, that was my kind of bit in the end. The longer, yeah, that's the word. (laughs) The longer uh, fibre to the node remains in place, the greater the foregone benefit for what switching to fibre to the premise, he wrote. Despite costing 2,300 more per premise to install fibre to the, to install than fibre to the node. The analysis showed fibre to the premise costs $220 less per connection per year and the install cost would be earned back within 76 months. Fibre to the premise also generated almost $10 more revenue each month uh, than fibre to the node. This is a total net benefit of $360 per household per year for ongoing fibre to the premise over fibre to the node writes the um, the researcher. He takes the analysis further into the future and reveals that the figure could be amount to $9 billion over 10 years. Uh, the NBN rep then stated, a full fibre to the premise rollout will take significantly longer to complete than the multi-technology approach. This means that delayed revenue opportunity and an inability to take advantage of the ubiquitous network in the next four years. Yeah, I sort of half agree with some of that. They're not interested in revenue, obviously. They're putting that out in the back of whoop-whoop. So they're not interested. Exactly. If they were interested in revenue, they'd put it in mass market. Look, okay, there's two sides to this. The people in the country have always been ripped off with respect to the internet. They're always the forgotten ones, right? Mm, So I understand that. Get it out to the guys at at Burke and Armadale and, in in, you know, Esperance in the WA and Northwest Queensland. That's fine. No problem with that. Um, however, the ne- their next step should be the highly populated areas where there is money to burn. People are just dying for internet connections um, and they'll, they'll pay for it. There's no point 
putting it in the country and going, right, now we're going to put it out to um, Bogan City, you know, mm. wherever. I'm not going to name suburbs. Got last, I got in trouble last time. Um, <laughs> whereas people are all unemployed yeah. and they've got no, no, even if they wanted the internet, they've got no way of affording it. Why are you putting it there? Right? Yes. Put it where Glenn is. You know, that's where Glenn lives, and I'm not going to name his suburb, is a tech hub of um, southeast Queensland. And there's no there's no NBN there. All the universities are there where Glenn is, and there's no there's no tech hub there no. because of the right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Where I am here, I'm 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 about uh, you know what twenty minutes from Macquarie University. Nothing. Yeah, I think maybe it should be. You know, I know the country's got to get it. I know they've been they've been stuck. You know, most places on dial up for for years. Give it to speech. them first, no problem. But once but, they've got it, we should be next. Mm. But maybe and the people even, who can't afford it, they can be last. But maybe even a 50-50, you know, like, we'll do, do a, a... It's too a political. That's the problem. Mm. It got politicised when the last mob were in, when they decided that they're going to start installing it in their electorate, mm. in I all just, the places that the people voted for them. But we all know that people vote for them and got no money, right? And they're stupid. They wouldn't have to know how to turn on a computer. So... <laughs> you know, and so then, then Abbott Gubbett got it, and they thought, oh, well, if we start putting it into our electorate, we're going to be accused of the same thing. So let's sort of, you know, let's keep it going to the Bogan suburbs because we don't want to be accused of anything. And they're too gutless. You're generalising your, your Bogan I didn't name cities, any suburbs. But you're generalising now. <laughs> oh, mate, but anyway. you know what? I say what other people are thinking. But anyway, look, every time we mention the MBN, I, always, I, go, I get riled up. Yeah, and I always go and check when it's coming to my address. And I always get the. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. I always get bum, bum. But I went to I went to the web page and uh, oh, probably once again you can't see this, but uh, I've, I've got to fix this so you can see when I show a picture. But uh, but the, go to mbn.mbnco.com.au. All right, in and your favourite slogan is right on the front page. I don't know if it's Murphy's Law or someone's really looking, you know, listening to our conversation but as soon as we started talking about the NBN both your connections just deteriorated to they are they, um, yeah they got they're not which, bad now where's uh, what what logo what the, the the slogan right at the top left hand oh right in the middle are you bring on, it on bring it on <laughs> That's bring it, it on. Bring it on. You got his macho, is he? Like, bring it on, Mal. Yeah. <laughs> bring it on. That's As it. you're running away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the end of Shane's stories, I think. Uh, yes. And I think yep. I might have one more, and it is to do with the oh, Apple's again, the iPhone 4S. I'm not sure if we brushed on this or not before. But anyway, users of the 4S have, are filing a class action against Apple. Why? Uh, in New York, because of the impact iOS 9 had on their devices. In the court filings posted, the class action alleges deceptive trade practices and false advertising by Apple on the compatibility of the new operating system with the older devices. The lawsuit said affected users believed they should have been warned that iOS 9 may or will degrade... Freeze it, yeah. Yeah, or, or degrade overall performance and usability. I, I agree with that. That's an Apple trick. They, everyone updates their phone, and they all they know that certain devices won't work with mm. it properly. So you go, oh, don't worry, I'll just get a new phone. It's their way. It's their way of getting it to upgrade, and it's sneaky and it's wrong. Look, I don't reckon. Look, I sort of half disagree. I think that it's. I think that that 
I don't, I don't care. Apple should be able to do whatever they have to do to make their, their latest product I agree. Work Microsoft were doing it for years. Every time they upgrade their operating system, you had to get a new computer. But I think where, where what what's, would be sticking in my craw here with this thing is that, okay, fair enough. We'd, but when you, you upgrade to iOS 9 on your 4, you go, oh, yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, I'll just go back to 7. You can't. You can't. That's, that's the problem. That is the problem. And I think that's where... That if you Apple, could roll back, it wouldn't be an issue. That's right. I think that the Apple should just open up the rollbacks. And maybe if this class action gets a bit of bit of steam, that you'll find that that hopefully will be what will be the, the good thing out of it. You'll be able to roll it back. I yeah. can't, and, and I reckon it should also give you a choice when you're updating your iOS, is that give you a choice of, well, do you want to keep that? Do you want maps? Do you want music? Do you want stocks? Or do you want to get rid of it? Hmm. I reckon it should give you a choice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose, but I just think, look, that could be, you could argue, well, if that was my business, I'm like, why would I have to spend time and money on more programming to offer all this rubbish? No, it's just an option, just a menu saying, do you want to, please pick the Apple products you want to keep. I'd be just more inclined in saying, look, just here's the rollback. You don't like nine? Go back to seven. Who cares? Go back to seven. Like, I know someone with a three or three S. And oh God! It's stuck on seven. It won't go any further. I think it's seven. And yeah, there's a lot of apps that he can't even download. I try to download Pandora for him. Bum bow. Try to download Spotify. No. As he thought about getting another phone, iPhone three S is two thousand and eight. Yeah, we only just got it. Yeah. What? <laughs> He's only just got it. What is the point? <laughs> because is he spoke for real? He's not a very. Uh, he's not into this technology. He just wanted something to phone. He just wants a phone. He, he shouldn't worry about. How did he get it? Where did he get it from? Off his grandma or something. Oh. <laughs> he's got a phone off a hand me down. A senior citizen. Yeah. A off. hand me down. A senior citizen had more sense than he does. Off a septuagenarian. Yeah, got it. Hand me down. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay. So hopefully, I, I reckon that Apple should be able to offer that rollback. So. Yeah. Uh, agree. Cookie Monster, are you listening? Mm, that's right. He's got a lot to think about, hasn't he, after this week? Oh, yeah. We've given him a lot of tips. And hey, you watch the... You just keep an eye out for the newspaper. You watch the analysts start quoting Weeby's state. <laughs> you, <laughs> like they did three weeks ago. That's right. You watch that, eh? They all listen. Hi, guys. How he's doing? Okay. That's about it for the end of the first show back in 2016. Don't forget, the, the Aussie Tech Radio fires up again this week with all new shows. So, look, there was a bit of a, a, a lay week over the Christmas holidays. There was no... No, uh, no shows produced by any of our podcasts that were on the on the on the stream. So we just just let the the previous ones roll. But we're it's all changing tomorrow, Friday the new day. All the new episodes come out. We've got the the, the Aussie Tech Security new episode this week recorded. Uh, today uh this morning after just before this show we've got the aussie tech ads there we've got a, a, a plethora of other ones as well so have a look at aussietechradio.com you can tune us up on the facebook.com forward slash aussie tech ads like us there join us there comment on the post and tell us what you think within certain uh respectful yeah be things. respectful don't swear only i'm allowed to do that that's right <laughs> and only eric's allowed to call bogans bogans and but i didn't say where they're from no no. I didn't say bogans come from here. No. Because let's face it, they're everywhere. <laughs> All right. We should just get off the whole that whole thing. But anyway, uh, yeah, so, okay, so that's all for this Good evening, episode. Central Coast. That's uh, all we've got for this episode. And we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Have fun. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Bye, guys. Bye.